You are listening to Life Clips, episode 37. All right, so I'm going to start this with this video here that I did, and it's just a snippet of all of her errors, and I want to start it that way first. Ooh, keep hitting the top of that. So let's go ahead and uh, listen to this. See, because when you twist scripture in one place to fit your agenda, you're going to twist it everywhere else to fit your agenda. And therefore, you don't become a Bible teacher, you become a Bible twister. And right now, her game of twister is quite deadly because she has to put herself and the church where Israel should be. And that's why I brought up Dr. Andy Woods and his message last week. Um, so she, she's just a Bible twister. That, that is what Melissa is. And, and you, you'll hear this, like this, this scripture verse here that she's quoting has nothing to do with what she's saying. But in order to get her false light agenda to fit into God's word, she has to twist passages after passage after passage after passage. Here you go. Ninth, and I hope I'm right. I was right about the one that, that something big was going to happen. We were going to go to war middle of March. We were right. I was right about that one. So because the Lord put these signs in the heavens for us. I'll get to that in just a second. But let me read to you real quick. Ephesians chapter four, verse 14, so that we may no longer be infants. We've been, all of humanity has been infants for the most part, believing whatever we were told. You know, not every person. <laughs> told you it's going to be a long video, guys. So she is uh, talking from Ephesians chapter four, and she is at verse 14. And the premise of Ephesians chapter four is how we should walk as followers of Christ, right? Because that's how. Paul starts the chapter of how we need to walk. So then, as you see, she picks it up in verse 14, because that's what happens in order to keep it out of context to fit your agenda. You have to pull scripture verses to fit your agenda. So um, when she's talking about here, okay, so in verse 14, it says, as a result, we are no longer to be children. So why would that be there? So as a result of what? So it says here, um, it, let's pick it up in verse nine. He said, now this expression, he ascended. What does it mean? Except that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth. That's where a lot of other false teachers get the their poor theology that uh, Christ went to hell um, and he didn't. But anyway, um, he who descended is himself and he who ascended far above the heavens so that he might fill all things. He's describing Jesus, right? So he descended, he ascended, he's now in heaven. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. So then he says, as a result, so as a result of attaining and, and the faith and teaching and evangelism, we're no longer children focused, I'm sorry, we're no longer children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by the craftiness and deceitful scheming, but speaking the truth and love, we are to grow up in all aspects unto him, into him, sorry, who was the head, even Christ. So then he goes on um, about the body of Christ. 
So basically, we are we we cannot be children tossed about by every wind of doctrine. That is the point of this passage. That's the only point of this passage. And as I'm reading it on her screen now, so that we may no longer be infants tossed about by waves and carried about by every wind of teaching. Hello, this is her poor teaching. She is still an infant, even if she is saved, which again, I don't know the condition of anyone's heart, but what comes out of her mouth, mm, it's hard for me to say that this woman is a born again believer. Because if the spirit is truly indwelt in Melissa, she would not be saying all of this gibberish. She just wouldn't. Ooh, hit the, hit the thing. That's what I get when I stand, you know, that Italian in me, I move my hands better when I sit, huh? So anyway, that is what it is. And then it tells you right here by the trickery of people, by craftiness, Right with reference to scheming of deceit. So they want to deceive you. She literally, this is what just baffles my brain that you guys don't get it. She literally talks about herself in these passages. She literally is telling you, hey, don't listen to me. This is who the Bible is warning you of, of people like me. So anyway, we're supposed to be growing in the Lord. We're not supposed to be infants anymore. We're supposed to be out there building the body of Christ. Now, this is what she says this verse means. But a lot of us just believe whatever we were told. We're, oh, well, we're safe because this is Fox News. Yeah, right, right. Anyway, um, we were tossed about by the waves and carried about by every wind of teaching. Hello. Yes, isn't that true? We've been tossed about by everything that the school teachers taught us and then the universities and then the politicians and the media and all this. And by do you see how she has to add her deceptive lie into this passage? Fox News is now mentioned in the Bible. Teacher, what are you talking about, Melissa? This woman claims that she's a missionary. Who, who is she missionarying to? And I know that's not a word. Melissa, close the Bible and, and just create your own because you're you're really, really just mocking God. You are literally mocking his word. And let's continue. By the Hollywood, all that, by the trickery of people, by craftiness with reference to the scheming of deceit. Hello. You know, and I think I read that in the past and I was thinking like the bad guys who say, you know, don't believe in Jesus. No, it's the very ones, people who maybe do say believe in Jesus, but don't identify the beast and fight these creeps. So her, see, this is the way she thinks, because I, according to her, right, I don't have escapism. I have Bible rapture teaching that is true. So because I believe that I am going to be raptured because I don't believe God's wrath is for his church. Again, the tribulation is for the salvation of the Jewish nation. We can just kind of make a song out of that. Give yourself a little rhythm, right? It's, the tribulation is for the salvation of the Jewish nation. However you want to remember that. The tribulation is not for the church. So yes, I am an escape artist. I want to fly away and I want to be done with this earth. Why? This is not my home. I am not made to fight the beast. At all. Like, at all. I... I'm not God, but apparently, according to Melissa, red pill the world, 
I'm an escape artist and I'm really not a Christian because I believe in the Bible. Let's take a quick break. Everyone is podcasting these days. If this is something you want to do or you're already doing it, I would recommend using Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. I currently use the Blue Yeti. Buzzsprout is an extremely user-friendly platform, and I could not be happier with their services. There are so many things that this site allows you to do, from your show being listed on every major podcast platform, to the audio player that you can use seamlessly on your websites, to the detailed analytics of what we, come on guys, the podcasters want to see. Don't lie, I know you look at that too. We want to know who was listening, where they're listening, how long they're listening. There are zero hassles because Buzzsprout provides these tools and more to help promote our podcasts. Fellow podcasters, do we not work hard? Well, I am here to tell you that Buzzsprout works even harder to make our podcasts stream streamlessly. Yes, I know that's not a word. If you want to join a company that already has over 100,000 podcasters, click the link and let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. This will get you a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. And in addition, of course, it'll help support our show. Don't delay. Start Buzzsprouting today. Who are hurting kids. That is a scheming of deceit. That's a scheming of deceit. That's a false prophet who wants to, who doesn't want you to be able to identify the true enemy. You but are the true speaking, enemy. This is instead of doing that, following along with all the tricky stuff where we were, instead of that, verse 15, we're speaking the truth in love. We are to grow into him with reference to all things who is the head, Christ. Whatever Christ is teaching, whatever Christ is leading us to do, whatever his, his word says, we do that. Wherever we are in the world, we're like, okay, Jesus, you lead us. As Q clearly says that we need to pray. <laughs> okay, so Jesus lead us. But Q, Q, Q was telling us to do all this other stuff, so... We need to follow Q or are we following Jesus, Melissa? Help me understand that. Again, feel free to reach out, Melissa. I'm waiting for the phone call. He says, read the Bible. God wins. How many times has he quoted Ephesians chapter 6, at, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11? He talks about putting on the whole armor of God so you can fight against these schemes of the devil, right? Why she brings in Jeremiah 29, 11, let me ruffle even more feathers. We always seem to want to take the promises. Um, for Israel, like the whole Chronicles pass, uh, passage that everyone uses towards America, right? They'll come heal, heal the land if we do A, B, C, and D. We can't even really apply that to America because that was to Israel. And then Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper, hope, da, 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 da. Again, that promises to Israel. It has nothing to do with America. Or the church. You know, now, can you apply maybe Jeremiah 29, 11 to your life? Sure, if you want to. But that's a promise to Israel. 
And how she even brings that in here is beyond me. And then he says, from whom the whole body joined together and held together by every supporting ligament, according to the working by measure of each single part, the growth of the body makes up, makes for the building of it up of itself in love. So what's so cool is each person has a part to play. Some can play a bigger role than others. Like this guy right here, who is clearly, you know, a great person who took. I didn't put that part in because again, I edit a lot. So that what she's talking about is regarding a doctor and she might say it here that comes out regarding COVID. So again, see how she's twisting this. So this part of the body that she's talking about in verse 16 is literally what Paul then goes into um, regarding the body and the parts, right? So without certain parts, the body of Christ would not work. Explain the, the, the truth about you know, viruses and all that. He's doing a really great, crucial part right now. I think some of these pieces of the puzzle that... Okay, so that was the end of that one. I'm jumping into this one. And people keep asking me, hey, Kim, why, why even bring in New Age? Like, that's not even QAnon. Okay. New Age believes that you are your own God. QAnon believes that they are godlike enough to defeat the beast because clearly Jesus at the end of it all needs us feeble people. So let's keep it in context, guys. New Age also believes in stars and in aliens and all this creepy stuff. QAnon believes in the space program now. Um, I'm sure it'll come out down the road if God doesn't rapture us here soon. Yes, escape snatches us out of here. That they, they too might believe that the moon is hollow and aliens are just chilling in there watching Saturday Night Live and the sun is a portal. I mean, they're already deceived. What's to say they're not going to be deceived some more? So they firmly believe in biblical astrology, astronomy, whatever you call it. There's no such thing. And they keep using Genesis, I believe it's chapter 1, verse 14. Um, I can probably turn it real quick to see. And they keep blowing that out of... Uh, um perspective let's see if i was right yes then god said let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens okay no um that's not it da, 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 da. i know it's in um genesis one anyway talking about uh i wish i can find it um really quick but i can't so basically we need to use the sun and the moon and the stars he puts he, he put them there for us um to know the signs and the seasons. So that, that's how they twist this. This is how they find this acceptable is instead of going to God's word, let's go to the stars. That's not what God meant in that passage. He's the creator of the universe. And like David said, through him, we can see that. Gives us cause to pause and worship the creator of the universe. But God didn't put Taurus and Leo and Virgo and whatever else is up there and the stars for us to sit back and start calculating that no but anyway so that's why i just jumped to this video i think most people in order to understand the book of revelation you if you don't know the stars and sun moon and stars and the and their understanding of, of what you know what each of the constellations means forget it it's just you're not going to be able to understand it Really, Melissa? I, I, I understand Revelation perfectly well. I understand that Revelation is a chronological book. 
I understand that Revelation is about future events, and I understand Revelation's outline is in chapter 1, verse 19. You, however, have no idea what Revelation is about because the devil has you blind and bound. So no, people don't listen to that. Who cares about the stars? It has nothing to do with the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is about Jesus winning and finally putting an end to this disgusting, sick, vile world that this woman apparently loves to live in when they fight the beast, you know, whatever. Because, you know, the Lord says he put them there for signs, seasons, days, and years. And he, and there's chock full in the book of Revelation, right? It's all these, these uh, signs in the heavens. There's these two battles and in between the two battles, there's a millennial reign uh, or a reign of a thousand years. And the Lord has told us he wants us to rule and reign with him for a thousand years. So that falls in between. So what if we are at the end of Armageddon? If that is what we're seeing. Okay. Again, I'm just piecing this really quick in the beginning and then we'll go into our, our more craziness. So when I, it may be on videos and I don't know. So I'm sure a lot of things will be on repeat on this podcast. But as Melissa says that she couldn't understand Revelation, she says this in basically all of her videos. She couldn't understand it, couldn't understand it. She read it three times over, still couldn't understand it. Like, Lord, help me, help me, just help me, Lord. Then she decided to read it from the back. Okay. And then it began to make sense. So what she's talking about here. Again, because she doesn't understand the book of Revelation and the devil has her bound and deceived, she doesn't understand Revelation, she doesn't understand the timeline, she doesn't understand Armageddon, she doesn't understand the, the millennial reign of Christ, she doesn't understand the next battle of Gog and Magog when the devil is let loose for a little bit. So all of this is so confusing to her because she simply just doesn't understand. This is coming from a woman who has 65,000 plus followers, and I don't even know how many more have bought this book and literally swallowed the red pill. How about you do this? How about you vomit that red pill out and you just solely dive into God's word and forget this worthless piece of crap that she's authored and her other books that she's authored, by the way. Anyway. Here she goes again with her nonsense. And I know that raises up a lot of issues. You're like, okay, turn the video off right now. This lady's a heretic. You blah, blah, blah. are. You know what? Just cool, cool your jets and let's just look at this and let's consider it and see what really is going on. What are we seeing? And what does the Bible really teach? Because there's this other battle at the very, very end. So maybe some of these things that we've been taught are maybe for later at the end. Um, but one of the things that we need to really consider is that for this, at this point, it's not a matter of us escaping. And I think that if you think with me, you'll go, hmm, maybe they want us to think that we're going to escape because then, you know, we're like, well, what do we care? The whole world's going to burn and go to hell. And what do we care? Because we'll be out of here. See, that's where her ignorance comes in. So let me explain something. We are in the age of grace right now. And because she doesn't understand, and she's so biblically ignorant, she doesn't understand that God has a time plan and a system going for Israel. And then he has the same thing going over here for the church. So Israel and the church. America is nowhere in that timeline. Nowhere. So we can't even like feed America into it. So on that timeline that God has for both the church and Israel, one day, the timeline, the age of grace, 
is going to end. That day ends when God tells his son, go get my children, and we are forcibly snatched, seized, raptured, harpazo, out of here. We are caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then an antichrist will come on the scene. He will confirm, make greater a peace treaty. That means it's already been there. Pastor Tom Hughes, I love the way he said this. He said, um, you have to confirm your hotel reservation. You don't get the room until you confirm your reservation. Same principle. So this Antichrist, this false messiah, who they will be deceived by, comes on the scene. He confirms a peace treaty. He makes it great or. So I firmly believe that the great part of it is them allowing them to rebuild their third temple. That's just what I think, because everything else is kind of lining up, really. I mean, if you look at what Donald Trump has done so far with Bahrain, now Sudan, um, you've got the EAU. So these peace treaties are... Um, out there and they are now there. So then you're going to have this Antichrist come and confirm, is this the peace treaty he's going to confirm or make greater? I don't know. I mean, the way things are looking, it could be. So then the Antichrist comes on the scene. And then the moment the peace treaty is signed, as we read in Daniel chapter nine, verse 27, the moment that peace treaty is signed, then at that point, the tribulation literally begins. And from that point forward in Revelation, that is when Jesus opens the first seal. I mean, you have to add so much to her nonsense in order for her to get where she's at right now. That's what she has to do. She's got to add nonsense in order to make her theory make sense. I'm not adding anything. I'm literally reading a book, comparing it to an all time script, Old Testament scriptures, and that's how I land where I do. And the rapture itself is replete through the Bible. Again, go to my podcast, go to the series, you will see the rapture. So she doesn't understand the book of Revelation and she's leading millions of astray. She's, she doesn't believe in the nation of Israel. She's confusing Israel with the church. She is a kingdom now theologist. How she's Southern Baptist, I don't know, but whatever. So she, she claims she's a Southern Baptist missionary. What Melissa is is a false teacher who needs to close her mouth and stop teaching because she needs to be fearful, quite fearful. She's not going to fight the enemy. She's going to be deceived by the Antichrist. Let's continue. And that's not really a cool way to think, especially when there's people that you love and possibly we love to. The whole thing. And here she is again with it's not a cool way to think. Melissa, I've got news for you. Again, that's why we're supposed to be a watchman on the wall. The age of grace is called the age of grace for a reason. When the church age comes to a close, I love how you didn't bring in the churches, by the way, in your book. You didn't bring in chapter two or chapter three because it literally talks about the church age, that of which you have no idea what's happening. It's amazing how you cherry pick the book of Revelation. So once the church age ends, the rapture starts or the rapture happens and the tribulation starts they have been warned i know i've warned family friends everything i have lost friends because of my warning why do you think i'm doing these podcasts melissa i'm warning and warning and warning and i am telling you stop believing this lie that's the whole point but for some odd reason the devil has you bound and confused and you won't see past your heresy.
There is no such thing. We're not bringing the kingdom to earth. God doesn't need us feeble people to help him. He is God, the creator of the universe. This woman just gets worse. So as you can see, she is lost and she is bound and she is confused. I am not here. I am not in, in, in heaven. Well, I will be in heaven rejoicing because I'm with Jesus while they're here tribulating. And I understand that sounds really morbid. But if anyone knows me, I have warned and I'm unashamed of the gospel. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what I'm doing in life. I have warned people. When the age of grace closes, that's why there's free will. You have taken the choice. You have taken the opportunity to continue to ignore. Whatever happens after that, that's on you. And I hope, I hope, and I hope, and I hope, and I hope, and I hope that I get to see you again. If not, continue to ignore and be part of this deception. Thing just makes my stomach hurt. Um, today, I have... I, I just, I really don't even know where to begin. There's so many wonderful things to tell you, and I just, it's really where to begin. Um, some of you have, are familiar with the, with the Bible, with the Word of God, but some of you maybe are not. And I think in our day, for some reason, there's been uh, what the Bible calls a famine of the Word. That a lot of people really don't know, um, and so we get freaked out when we see some of these things happening around us and we don't really know what's going on. So that's what this, the purpose of this video, this, this whole video series is about. So yeah, I hope you'll hang with me and, and watch all of them and, and, um, and really just expand your thinking. Like, Okay. So the purpose of her videos are to expand your thinking. The purpose of these videos are for you to get out of the devil's grip. So don't expand your thinking. Go into the word of God. Have God press it upon your heart, the truth of his word. Let the reader understand. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Is because I need to tell people, Jesus is coming. You will be left behind. And you will be deceived if you continue to ignore him. Because that's what the Bible says, right? A strong delusion will fall upon them and they will believe the lie. So anyway. It's a nice, crazy photo of her right there. Like Q said, to quote his biblical battle. He's talking about all this. this these are this is a biblical a biblical battle that we're fighting here. We find the word. Maybe it's on the second letter, part two. Yeah, yeah. I would call biblical two opposing sides: the children of light and the children of darkness. Biblical. This. Okay. Again, that's why I did the New Age, and that's why I did the New World Order. They think they're light. And they're deceived. And this is the method by which the devil will use QAnon. Because when the Antichrist comes on the scene, mark my words, they will believe the Antichrist is the Messiah. Because remember, they already believe that we're in the Battle of Armageddon. They already believe that we're in the tribulation. So here's this Messiah-like being who's going to come up on the scene promising peace, charismatic, good-looking, world leader. It's going to come on the scene in their eyes. I guarantee you it's going to be JFK. And oh, believe me, we'll get to that. Not today, but we'll get to that little special video. You know, he may even resemble JFK. But whoever this person is, mass deception is going to fall upon the world. And they will believe that this is the Christ, right? I mean, if the Jews are going to buy into the Antichrist, who I firmly believe is definitely a Gentile, <laughs> you don't think that these people are going to believe that this is Christ? Let's just scare them because then they're going to be deceived and they will believe the lie. 
scary. This is the biblical battle of Armageddon. It's not with guns and tanks. It's with the heart of humanity to wake up humanity to realize who our true enemy is. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what my whole channel's about. I've got a whole playlist in, called Revelation. You can go and, and watch those videos. Uh, I've got one that specifically decodes the book of Revelation because they misled us into thinking that we were going to escape. And we're not. We're going to, to get rid of these creeps and we're going to have a beautiful world. Yeah, so they've been, he's been just, like, I don't know, does he like one more time they said biblical. But this is biblical times. And so that's what my role is in this battle is to help people understand this is biblical. It's very exciting that I, this is my book that I wrote about it, all about preserving here. Here's the one uh, about preserving our way of life and protecting the generations that follow. We are living in biblical times, children of light versus children of darkness, united against the invisible enemy of all humanity. Uh, uh, to you today, uh, some about from Daniel, some from Joel, some from Revelation, so that we see this is it, this is it, this is biggest, and um, answer some questions because you know they have misled us on these things very much, very much, and gotten us. You know. So, do you guys notice the running theme every time she says that we're misled? Is that not the grand deception of the devil himself? And again, right from the Garden of Eden, in perfect utopia, lacking nothing, the devil still deceived Eve with Adam looking upon his wife and not jumping in to say, hey, whoa, 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 that's not true. No, he stood there in the shadows, hiding in a bush like a coward. And then when Eve, who was deceived, he took a bite of the fruit as well. Is that not like the enemy? And that's all she keeps saying. So we're the deceived ones, which we're not. And they're the ones who have woken up the great awakening, the light. And you wonder why I have weaved in new age. Because this is their thinking. This is a false light that will deceive many. And you always notice she's tongue-tied all the time. She can't really formulate her thought pattern because she doesn't understand the word of God and she's so confused in her head that she never makes sense. 99.9% you know, .9 of the people still are thinking we're, you know, that we're going to have to escape because the beast takes over the world. And in one sense, that's true, but that's not the end of the story. The, the end is that we kick out the criminals. We kick out the beast, and then we have a thousand years of peace. And one of the verses I'm going to show you here in a little bit is that it, it, it harkens back to the day when, when, um, when the children of Israel were in the wilderness. And you remember, they were there for 40 years. And did you remember they're, they're saying, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but the sandals did not ever wear out. They didn't wear out. The Lord is able to make it where they didn't need a doctor. <laughs> they didn't need, they didn't need new shoes. They didn't, they did not need anything. The Lord provided and they, and kept, you know, they didn't need new clothes. They had everything that they needed. And this is what we're, this is, this is, this tells us what we're breaking into. We're going to have health and wealth and things are not going to continue to break down and be, <laughs> get older. And that, my friends, is why she will be deceived when the Antichrist comes on the scene. In the midst of a chaotic world, I guarantee you this Antichrist is going to be promising people a whole gambit of things. Please don't be deceived.
and wear out. And oh, yay, yay. He, if this is the, you know, the most touchy thing to discuss because a lot of the Christians don't understand because they've been brainwashed in, in the modern church because the people, you know, the only ones who were, who were allowed to be the pastors are those who've been indoctrinated. Okay. I'm going to rewind that. So what she's saying here, but I needed to bring her in so you guys can see that this woman can't get anything right in the Bible. And she twists everything to fit her agenda. So with that being said, notice she's saying, so I guess Pastor Andy, Pastor Tom Hughes, um, Pastor J.D. Frog, uh, the uh, Pastor Hothouse, Hothouse, I think, uh, Rock City Church, and there's many others. Um, there's some names that I clearly don't want to mention anymore because um, of the people that they surround themselves with. So, but there are a few pastors out there, very few now that are teaching um, the word of God from Genesis to Revelation, the whole counsel of God. So it's funny. So apparently, um, if any of these pastors ever listen to this podcast, you have been indoctrinated by the New World Order. And uh, I know hopefully when I get Pastor Andy on here, I'll ask him his take about um, how he feels working closely with the New World Order. I can't wait to hear his answer on that one. Let me rewind and, this. And, and, and they said allowed to be the modern church because the people, you know, the only ones who were who were allowed to be the pastors are those who've been indoctrinated and and, and, and in these seminaries with this baloney. Okay, so the what the president is working is peace, and it's it the Palestinians. Everybody has to follow the rules according to the agreement, or they don't get the. The, um, the, the, to continue with the trade. So don't think about it. Okay, so what she said there, and I'll rewind, um, because again, her brain just jumps everywhere. So what she was talking about is, again, pastors are, uh, the New World Order has literally, every pastor that you see that teaches biblical truth has um, been um, infiltrated by the New World Order. So they've come to their churches and told them, this is what I want you to teach. And they're also infiltrated in all of our uh, um, seminaries that these people go to. So what she was saying is she was talking about the peace treaty because that was a little bit before on the video and President Trump and the peace treaties. And just listen to her again. I'll rewind it again. And actually, I lied. She has one more clip after this. Um, listen to her very carefully. And that's how deception of the Antichrist will come in and deceive them because they have to listen to the peace treaty or they'll lose their trade. So, you know, it's funny how the devil just weaves in enough truth so they will be captivated by the full lie. But anyway, listen to her closely of what she says again, and I'll rewind this. It, it, we have to watch in, in the modern church because the people, you know, the only ones who were, who were allowed to be the pastors are those who've been indoctrinated and, 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 and in these seminaries with this baloney okay so the what the president is working is peace and it's it the palestinians everybody has to follow the rules according to the agreement or they don't get the the um the the to continue with the trade so don't think about it it we have to what is we're being saved we're being we're, we're being set free we are being the awakening is about us thinking for ourselves and coming out of their controller controlling our mind and a big part of that is to understand 
this concept here that it's not about a physical land. It's about the world being filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters. So again, I've mentioned this before and I'll mention it again. If she is so against the actual nation of Israel being an actual nation of Israel, and it's actually um, a, a depiction of the world, then M Melissa, why do you use their Jewish feast? And I, again, I know that you say it. I don't even know if it's on this video or another video. I've watched so many of your crazy videos. I, It's insane. So my question to you is, when did God tell the church to continue to honor the feasts? That's question one. Question two is, why would the church have to do these feasts? And question number three is why are we even following feasts, according to you, of a nation that, according to you, is really non-existent? I don't even know how you even formulate these thoughts in your head. You confuse people. I should say you confuse those who are born-again believers because your teaching is false. You are a false teacher. Now, this is what's happening I want you to see this. This is so cool. This is what's happening in the heavens on 11-11. And I believe this is what Revelation 16, chapter 16 is really talking about. These bowls being poured out. And the reason I'm saying that is that there's, there's these angels. Normally, the what I'm going to call wandering stars are all over the, the zodiac. Or the Bible name for that is the Maseroth. And let me back up. Nobody really pays attention to the stars. And the ones that do are looking at it not from a biblical perspective. And I'm like, please, y'all, the Lord put this here. The wise men knew. They knew that the Lord put the stars, the sun and the stars in the heavens for signs, seasons, days, and years, as it says in Genesis 1.14. They knew that. And so why do we not? Well, there's been two things. One is in, in church. I grew up in church and they told me, don't at the stars blah, 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 blah. don't look at any of this and so i didn't because i was like i don't want to you know do anything that dishonors the lord but this is the lord put them there for us okay i've said that before so many times if you're new you might not have heard that before now um the other thing is the ones that are like i said out there it's they're not they don't know god's word they're not looking at it from a biblical perspective but i'm going to tell you the biblical biblical perspective and on my playlist you'll see the d james kennedy videos he's got one for every uh constant major constellation and it's deacon or deacon i don't know how you say it but um you can watch those and you will be so blessed there's also a video series called the gospel in the stars where they tell you each name of the star and and how you're able to identify what that constellation is but i'm just going to tell you all of these um wandering stars are on this very same side during well, on 11 11 which is not which is very rare normally they're all over they're just all over the Maseroth or the all over the zodiac but this time they are all pretty much right here except for one and i'll show you that one it's really really cool so just like we have so many pieces of the puzzle with q but i'm not going to be doing uh q code uh explanations i'm going to be talking about how this is the fulfillment of what has been told would happen and that we are living in that day so what's what's so um 
you know, I keep saying I'm sure of it. So today I'm going to go into something where it lets you know that I am sure that it's now. And because I know I've come across so forceful and I know that this is really the time because you're like, well, how do you really know this? That it could, it could just be another great giant political movement. And I've been a little bit, um, wary about telling you guys more about this because I'm just, I'm like, you know, I just uh, don't want to really, I don't want to be misunderstood, you know? And so um, I just, uh, it's it's going to be something a little outside of what I was normally uh, had in my purview and my uh, experience, but I, I'm, I'm convinced that it is the truth. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys and you examine it for yourself. Don't just believe it because I said it. You have to do your own research like uh, with everything else, right? So this one is um, from Revelation chapter 12. And I had read this all my life. I really didn't spend that much time in the book of Revelation because it just was too weird and I didn't get it. So I just went on to something else. So but in Revelation chapter 12, it has this very strange uh, sign. It says that um, there's a woman, uh-oh, excuse me. Um, there's a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and with 12 stars on her head, and she's in labor pains to be delivered. And I never, I never really understood what that was talking about. But now what I realize is that that's the same thing as when uh, the three wise men saw the the sign in the heavens and they knew that Christ was being born. We are given a sign to show that this is the kingdom being established on the earth. Um, so which is so odd for me because I had always, you know, good Baptist girl, you know, I'd stayed away from constellations. I've just, you know, didn't mess with that. But the Bible says that he put the sun and the moon and the stars in the heavens for signs, seasons, days, and years. So again, I had to go back to New Age. You know, listen, I'm not saying that the stars in the sky don't tell a story. They most certainly do, right? But it is not our job to sit around and forget the Bible. Let's look at the stars and let the stars tell the story. So again, New Age, and whether she wants to realize it or not, she's on the cusp of being deceived well, she's already deceived. Let's just be real, guys. Come on. We've listened to this for how long? So in her deception, the devil is using trickery. He's using a false light. And now he's using stars and zodiacs and everything else. No born-again believer would speak like she does. I have never found yet a born-again believer who says, I look to the stars. No, they look to the one who made the stars. They pray, they read God's word. And I've got news for you yet again, Melissa. You don't know how to rightly divide God's word. You allow the devil to infiltrate your brain and confuse you. Revelation 12, if you would just open the passage, huh, I don't know what this means. So sit back, Lord, help me figure this out. Go back to it. You read it again. Listen to some solid Bible teachers. And you know what, Melissa? you would know exactly what Revelation 12 means. But instead, you had to go to demonic sources, your father, the father of lies, and this is it, deception, deception, deception. As Genesis 1.14, he had put those there for us to know the times, the signs, the seasons, the days, the years. And obviously, we would need a sign and a season and a day and a year. So for right now, to know that this is it. Okay, so I'm going to share this with you today, and I hope you uh, enjoy it as much as I have. So um, 
it also says that the heavens declare the glory of God. I'm going to read that exactly to you because it's from Psalm 19. And I just thought they declared God's glory because they were so expansive and so pretty, right? And sparkly. But that's not what it is. It's that they are really, truly telling his story. And that's another amazing video. I've got to, I've got to, I'm going to put a link in here of, um, uh, D. James Kennedy, how he explains that each of the constellations tells the story of God's love for us. All right, so I'm going to bring this week in for a close, and I think we've heard enough. And the only reason I wanted to take a break from the book this week is I needed you guys to hear, and, and this goes on. I can This can be a five-hour podcast. I'm not kidding you. All the errors that I found from this lady. So anyway, we don't have all that time, and I really am just done listening to her. So we're almost done with the book. Join us Friday as we pick up. It's going to be a really, 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 really long episode. I could not um, just have you guys listen to her and then not put a biblical spin on it. I, I just couldn't. So it is a long episode. And for that, I will already pre-apologize. So anyway, don't miss out on the episode. Just listen to it in bits. But it's well worth it. And um it's amazing when you hear her and then you hear a biblical pastor dissect it biblically and you're like, wow, this lady truly has lost her marbles. Anyway, guys, we need to pray for Melissa. We need to pray that she reaches out. We need to pray that she finds salvation before it's too late. Because as we know, that clock is most certainly ticking and that second hand is ready to strike midnight. Anyway, that's it. Y'all be blessed until we meet again. So, hey, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. As always, I trust that you enjoyed it. And if you did, I ask that you subscribe right here to this YouTube channel. Or if you're listening to us on a podcast platform like Apple, Google, Spotify, we've added two new ones, Pandora and Amazon. Please go ahead and subscribe there as well. I think on platforms, uh, I think like Pandora, it's called Collect. So whatever option it's giving you to make sure that you follow our podcast, just select that option. And it's twofold. Honestly, it kind of garners how many listeners we're getting and who's subscribing to that channel. And it's also going to help you be notified when we upload a new episode. So Life Clips is kind of moving. It's morphing into something a little bit more than what we started just because of the nature of the world in which we're living right now. So with that being said, I don't know if I'm going to continue to upload every Friday. I may increase that to two or maybe even three times a week. So with that being said, if you want to be notified, you need to subscribe. You need to subscribe and it's free on everything. Anything that you subscribe on is free, both YouTube and also the podcast. Please, if you want to be on this podcast, I welcome anybody, and I mean anybody on this podcast. You can email us at lifeclipspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is lifeclipspodcast at gmail.com. You can also, if it's easier, Facebook message us. So we are on Facebook and Instagram at lifeclipspodcast, all one word, lifeclipspodcast. Also, in case you want to find us, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to find us on YouTube, we are Life Clips Podcast. Yes, but Life Clips is one word. So please make sure that you note that. Life Clips is one word. Um, so what else? I think that's it, right? So anyway, with all that being said, I'm going to save the best for last. And as always, when I end my podcast, it's the most important news that you'll ever hear. 
It's the most encouragement a Christian will ever hear, and one day we will get to see. So look up, for our redemption is drawing near.